This is the Moto PG podcast, brought to you by Schubert Helmets and Held Motorcycle Gear, and with a magnificent competition this week, where you have a chance to win a pair of the best gloves in the world. In the world. Held, held Titan Evos, and if it's not on, it's not on. <laughs> No gloves, no it. love. That's that, it. No love, no glove. This is what I hear. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Guys, we've been back. Hello, bloke. Hello, Boris. How are you? You in the Hunters of the Valley? The Valley. I am. It, it, it's just a liquid environment here. The rain has been fantastic. But, um, yeah, I'm here, ready to go. Every week because- I'm, I'm excited that you haven't been eaten by one of them panthers that they have out there. I, I told people they didn't believe me, but I believe. saw one, and, and now they're in Warunga. They've run away. <laughs> I thought it was in the Blue Mountains. No, well, they're there too, but there's one at Warunga. It's just a big black cat that the Karens up there have spun out about Karens. eating their fucking dogs. I, I love how people One day Sydney. you explain the Karens to me. I the don't Karens, know. Yeah. yeah. One day. Not today. we got Another too much day. to get through. I love how people in Sydney talk about the Blue Mountains, and, and Fredo of I have, and I have spent plenty of time in Europe. And we look at them and go, it's just like blue hills. They're not mountains. Yeah, they're hills. They're not fucking yeah, mountains. Exactly. No. Yeah. Anyway. And they're not blue. Not blue. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Tugs? I'm good. We've been at the pub. Yeah, we've, we've had a few beers. <laughs> just quietly. Pre-production meeting. Hey, we've been back at Hareth, <clears throat> bitches. Boris. Tell oh, us all. Yes. How good has it around. been? Oh, two weeks in a row. I again. like the whole two week in a row bullshit. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's like, I mean, can you imagine being there? You'd never have to actually go anywhere except back to your hotel and get drunk for four days and then and come back. Walk back to the track. That's great. it. So, not, but not Jerez, Andalucia. Mm. Andalucia. And That's right. as His Excellency Carmelo Bear wants it to be known this year. <laughs> yes. Right? So yes, he, he does. He just changed the name. Um, and I can tell you shitloads about Andalucia. Oh, tell us, tell Shit us, that you have to know. Yes, okay. Come we on. have to know. You have to know it, otherwise you're not appreciating it. You're not getting into the, the, the vibe of the thing. I wasn't arguing with you. I'm just come on. Okay. Fill us in. Okay. I'm battered. So it gets its name from the Arabic Al Andalus. Right. right. Which which in Arabic means give me a fresh horse to torture. <laughs> so it is Spain's southernmost province. It's like, you know, like two hundred meters away from Africa. So <laughs> Yeah, it is. Lions and zebras and giraffes swim over all the time. <laughs> and there's there's even a British colony there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You may have heard of it. It's called Gibraltar. Like the Rock of Gibraltar. Uh, the Rock of Gibraltar. Yeah. yeah well, the, 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 it's a rock, yeah. It's the entrance it's of there. the Mediterranean Sea. It's where the Mediterranean That's starts. Right. right. Well, the the Poms turned up there in, um I think it was 1713, and the Spanish haven't been able to get the, getting the piss off since then. <laughs> and the Poms... <laughs> Won't piss off. I mean, look what happened to the Falcons when the Argies, one of the Poms, got. No, they didn't like it. And, you know, Poms don't. Nah, Poms never leave. Gibraltar's not very far from London. The Poms want to keep it, you know. And if they want to keep something, I'll make an effort to do so. And they're warlike as fuck about that stuff. So, <laughs> mm. truly, you know. But what about the weekend? So, yeah, that, oh. that's what a weekend. Fuck. It was what like a, a zombie. I'll tell you what. I thought it was like it was like a scene out of Mad Max. It was a fucking zombie apocalypse. It, it was, was like, a zombie. Yeah. Everything was melting. <laughs> Everything was melting. It was like, it was like humongous. No, yeah. did you? Did, no, it <laughs> was melting. Did you? Did you see G.G. Delignia's eyebrows? They were <laughs> they were just going into his eyes. Like, yeah. 
They were just falling in. Yeah, they were. But it was like the heat was the heat was unbelievable. There was men wandering around with limps and arms that moved like they were Parkinson's patients, and and it. I mean, they, literally, they literally looked like fucking zombies wandering up and down pit lane. There was tires melting like marshmallows in a campfire. It, was, it, it looked like a Tarantino movie. It was in, incredible. And yet, you know, Jorge I, Lorenzo I went, went looked to, very nice and comfortable. I went comfortable. to a bike launch like that last year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 42 the degrees. Yeah, 40, 42 degrees at yeah. Lakeside. And I'm munging around on a, on a Triumph Street trip. I, I died six times that day. <laughs> and I, not, and and not I from died again when I took me to the airport. The aircon hit me. It's just unbelievable. I'm not sure there's a hotter place on earth. But imagine racing tri- 20 wearing leathers and not hoping your t- tyres don't turn to shit. Oh, yeah. Know? No, racetracks are the worst. I don't know how they me. did it. I don't know how they did it. No, racetracks are horrendous when it's that hot. There is no relief at a racetrack, and sticking your leathers on, leathers on, and and your helmet and going out to ride is just brutal. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if only cheesecloth. You know, like we should wear cheesecloth. It's just cooler. <laughs> did you see Petrucci with his fan? For, 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 he stole for all of he our stole he that. stole it from the media centre. So the media centre, yeah. <laughs> well, you put up that you put up that killer post, just Petrucci with his only fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shit myself when I saw that. Well, that's to, the second one he picked up. The first one, the extension cord wasn't long enough. <laughs> Fucking dumb walk bastards. What are you doing? So he found, he found Petrucci. For those who are unaware, go to our Facebook page and and you'll you'll see a, a picture I put up of Danilo Petrucci with a battery powered fan that he stole from the he media. He stole center. from the media said that he did. He so all the media there. guys are sitting there huddled around the one remaining fan. <laughs> they, it was so hot they were they were sitting around their laptops trying to use the fan that's inside their laptop to keep them cool. It was hilarious. Uh. My God! I but, thought I thought at one stage. Do you remember when Cal rode into the pits? Yes. Yeah. I thought he had a stroke. <laughs> I thought he had a stroke. Yes. He didn't look well. Uh, no, I mean, he clearly had enough of being shamed by that Smith bastard. <laughs> and then his his the pricks in his pit crew made him go out again because there were so few riders. You know, everyone's going to yeah. get points at Cal. Just be a man. You know, out That's you go. Right. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> you can come last, you'll still get right. points. Bradley right. Smith was talking in tongues. He didn't know where he was. The, the ranger was burning. Yeah. Oh, he was on fire. Listen, before we so, before we talk about MotoGP, we, we should do a little bit about Moto2 and Moto3 because uh, they, they were interesting this weekend. Fantastic. Let's give them 30 seconds. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Uh, Bredo, sum it all up in a sentence, Moto3. You, you cannot have too many jokes about Uranus. That's... <laughs> That's how I'm going to sum this up. <laughs> did you see Albert's Arenas go through the gravel trap? It was magnificent. In the slow motion, it was, it was raining gravel, and it was going up his date, and he, <laughs> and he smacked his head, and he still get up, and he goes, no problem, I'll come back next week. I love the man. I hope... I, I hope we have more Uranus the wins uh, in future, but uh, Tatsuki Suzuki was fabulous. He just went like crazy on a Honda, and his name's Suzuki. I love this. It's, it's yeah, it's a great conjunction. It's isn't fantastic. It? And uh, Moto too. Well, sort of boring. The beast got out the front. Nice to see the Bastianini, the beast, Bastianini. Uh, do so well. But I, I don't think I've seen a better post crash celebration. Post race celebration. Oh my God! Post crash uh, celebration. Luca Marini and, and Fizeki's, Fizeki's little coming. They went together. for the big high five, and it, it didn't yeah. work. 
And they just clash. And, and they people laugh. get to rub their little and knees together and then they were in the gravel. Yes, and they, you know when they're laughing? They just, they, they, we just cost the boss like five grand in parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they crashed and then they got up and gave each other a hug. And we go, we just cost ballet five grand. We just ruined all the plastic <laughs> on the bikes. It was great. So if you're not watch the Moto3 and the Moto2, start watching because it's so good. And these kids, you're going to see them in a few years' time. So you still follow now, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, I'm telling you, here's a prediction that the Japanese are coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, Japanese yes. are coming. I agree. There's a couple right. of them that, uh, yeah. that I think we'll Well, see. they've been coming since the 1960s. There's, there's the, the, the pr- <laughs> and guess what? Guess how many have won uh, in the we, Premier Class and won, like, you know, won the championship? Um, none. No. None have. None. And they, <laughs> so they, they, but they are, there's more of them now and they want them to. The Bushidos are they trying, right. you know. You're right. They yeah, haven't the built one coming. yet. That's the problem. There, they just that, haven't built There's that really ugly one in Moto 2 and there's the really pretty one that's a Tatsuki Suzuki. He's a good looking boy. If I was in he's, the he's a, he's a uh, handsome look, look Nagashima. He's handsome Japanese man. Nagashima You'd make a great Ruby. samurai. Yes, he's coming. I'm telling. Well, tell us about the weekend. What a weekend! And oh, and he well, he came. Well, the leader. We said he wouldn't. He's fucked. He's not coming. I told Rod because Rod missed the race. He said, "What happened? You know, on the weekend?" And I said, "Marcus showed up." He goes, "What the fuck? He died like seven times last week." But it's almost like round one never it? ended. Oh it's like we so last week yeah. we were in the studio on Tuesday after the event, and we were talking about Marquez potentially having a career-ending injury because we knew he'd broken his we knew he'd broken the bone in his arm, but there was talk about paralysis and that his yeah. his radial nerve was damaged. It is damaged. They're saying it's not, but I'm telling you, have you seen damage. this? You, Boris, I saw you put up on the book of faces. You put up the the injury, and there's no way he has not got nerve damage. I'm sorry, I give a fuck who you talking to. He, he, yeah, we, we can talk about that later. You can move. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that later. Yeah. But look, the, the weekend started out. It was all about Teeth Marquez getting his busted humerus bolted back together and welded up with, you know, spare teeth and remains from one of the chassis of the Hondas that his brother destroyed in pre-season testing. But and then but he came back to the, so he got he got bolted together on the well, Tuesday night our time in Sydney and then he came back to the track on Thursday and he was ready to take a fitness test. And who the hell expected him to turn up and take a fitness test on the Thursday? And because, like I said, last week we were talking about potentially his career could have been over. And then, you know, we, we recorded the show and there was, there was, we didn't have any indication that he could potentially have raced. Wow. And then, and then everybody was just like numbed into a stupor at the concept that he could even hope to sit on a bike, let alone race it. And then, so he turned up for the test, and he was he was joined by Cal, who just had his wrist screwed back together. The scaphoid bone in his wrist needed a screw in it. And then we got Blue Rins with his his um his freshly plated collarbone from his crash. So he crashed at the test on the Wednesday before round one. And then yeah, he's also got a, he's also <coughs> carrying a shoulder injury, I believe. Well, that is well a, that is that is a shoulder. Yes. Well, when you break your collarbone, it's kind of a shoulder injury. No, he didn't break the collarbone. He broke. He broke. He dislocated the arm, and he dislocated. joint. And he got a, and he got a small fracture above the just underneath the collarbone in the humerus again. Same oh, like a man. Another thing. Yes, it's not. It's not. Uh, okay, I yeah, thought he'd done not, a collarbone. No, there you go. No. Shows I don't know much. So. <laughs> 
So then they so they turn up and the medical team makes them do a like there's a bunch of things they got to do to be proven fit to ride. So they 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 start out they make them put a pair of gloves on. If you can put a pair of gloves on without fucking crying, then you, you're halfway there. Big success. That, Big success. That's, a, that's actually a really good test. That have you ever tried to oh. put gloves on when you you busted something? It's almost impossible. It's almost as hard as taking them off after you've busted something. Oh. Trying to get oh, your you leathers off. One dress you, yeah. Okay. Getting so, your leathers off after you've broken something. Is so, so take right. us through this. What have they got to do? So, so? they so they got to put their <laughs> got to put their got. That's a lie. They don't have to put gloves on, but they do have to. So they start out. They have got to do some push ups. Yes. And if they can do the push ups, then they've got to deadlift a Moto Three bike. Ah, yeah. that's a good idea. Oh, there's a, there's a bunch of things that like thirty kilos, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> then they've got to do bicep curls with with bent Yamaha Conrods. <laughs> there's no no shortage of those at the moment. Yes. And then, uh, what else do they do, Fredo? There's uh, some other stuff. Uh, they do push-ups with a dog turd under their nose on the floor. Yeah. I heard this one. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then they've got to go and wash His Excellency the Carmelo the Bear's car in their underpants. I've seen them do that. And I've also seen them, um, they bring Uchio in and they have to slap him in the face yes. as hard as they can. <laughs> yes. And then, and then they've got to wipe each other's butts. Oh no! They just do that, and they have to. Don't they have to stand at attention and salute when Lynn Jarvis walks past. They have yes. to salute when Lynn Jarvis comes past with the yes, bastard arm. Right. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, but seriously, huge kudos to Mark for trying to ride it, and and Cal and and Rins. Like it was a big effort. It's um, you know, Mark obviously pulled out on the Saturday. He he can he rode on uh. Practice on the Saturday. He didn't ride on Friday. He turned up and rode practice on Saturday morning. And I got to say, I, I watched him go out for that session. He let everybody else go out, and then he went out a little bit after them. And by lap three, he had his elbow on the track. He had his elbow down, no, down on lap three. It was amazing. It was like, amazing. And realistically, his times were only a second off what Fabio was doing. He, he pulled out literally because of the pain and, and decided that he wasn't going to be able to get through the race, and that's why he pulled out. But his, his times were – I mean, shit, if he'd, have, if he'd have ridden the race and he was able to pull those times for the whole race, he would have been top six or seven. Yes. You know, can but I, he just can I just it. say something about this injury, right, because – I know this shit because I also munted myself magnificently. <laughs> Did you watch? Ago, right? Almost like Marquez, actually, but heaps slower, and I hit a mum van. Yeah, you hit a Tarago. <laughs> so you hit a Tarago or something. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're hard to see coming, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Impossible. Hey, listen, I was drunk at the time. This no, could be a new, whole new now, squad. They have MotoGP with Taragos. They've got to uh, avoid. They've got to dodge them. I, I, so, I'd watch this. Okay. I'd now, watch the, it. The first thing, the first thing is you've got to understand the humerus is the second strongest bone in the body. It's like behind that that steel girdle you have in your thigh. You know, it's yes, like they, it's, they, it takes they, yeah. a shit fuck amount of force to break. Where does your penis right? fit? So what? <laughs> Don't worry. Move what? on. <laughs> Moving on. The, either end of that bone, either end of the humerus of these two joints, right? The elbow joint and that magnificent spinning shoulder joint, right? Because it rotates 360. Yes. Right. Now, Mark has a shoulder notoriously rubbish to begin with, right? Yes. So when, when a massive impact like the one he suffered occurs, right, huge amounts of force break the bone, right? What also happens is that jars the joints, right? That's right. what happened to me, like the the joints in my elbow. My elbows still can't straighten it right. No one picks that shit up. They're That's all worried an old about the injury. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's awful. Right? So all those you know soft tissues, the jellies and the custards and the greases and all the shit that's in there, yeah. that 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 all goes to hell. And this is not immediately apparent. And you know, usually manifests itself after some days. Yeah, it's the or swelling and take, all the other shit that goes on that yes. causes you the trouble. Yeah. Well, you'll notice it quick enough when you take, you know, a race bike out and do 300 kilometres on the track. You'll know it, right? Yeah. So, 
again, you know, he, he's got the best medical help. You know, Honda's going to throw billions of dollars at this. You know, he's been living in a hyperbaric chamber for, you know, days and then. Uber eats to the yeah, this, parabolic this. chamber. <laughs> Yeah, the parabolic I mean, chamber. There must be physios who are manoeuvring him <laughs> in parabolic, sleep. Hyperbaric, I don't know. Same thing. It's not my first so language, he'll, okay? he'll recover. He'll recover in record time and much faster than piles of rubbish like us. But I, I honestly, injuries. I can t- I'm yeah. serious. I think he's done far more damage. I think the whole thing coming out was a psychological bullshit. I think he knew he wasn't going to race. I agree. He just wanted to oh, 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 look like a look like a Tarzan. But I think, and I watched him move his hand. He's moving his hand in the in the, on the television. I see, and he's moving his hand. He's moving his hand. He's moving his wrist. And uh, you know, I I he don't have any feel, I don't have any feeling in one of my fingers on my left hand. And I can move it around the place like look. I can move. I can move. But you can't feel it. You can't feel it. And and I worry that he's done. Pretty much fucking big time nerve damage there, but you know time will tell. Time will tell. We will see. So that's good. Yes. So, but, you, but so Cal and Rins, they they got through okay. <coughs> um, uh, they they both started. Rins didn't look like he was going to start, but they both start. Yeah, they, they did well. Did, they didn't crash and they finished. And they picked up some points. Oh, look, and, and and Cal was only, <laughs> Cal was only about fifteen seconds behind Young Marquez, and he had a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. not true. He was he was further he back. He was actually than that. right. Be, he was right behind Bradley Smith. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think actually Rins was only about fifteen seconds behind uh, behind Marquez. Which, when you consider it, was a race of what twenty two laps or something. I can't remember how many laps it was. So it was only 25 about laps. twenty five laps. So it was only about point six of a second a lap. Rins was slower than Marquez. So when you consider he did that with a busted shoulder, it's not bad. So were you watching in your underpants again this week? Because I'm horrified at the thought, Mister Boris. Well. For me, MotoGP is like a learning curve, and I I love learning things in my underpants. And it's a scientific fact that people learn better when they are in their underpants. Really? And Yeah, I would have done better at school if I was in my underpants all the time. (laughs) We all would have. It's it's a scientific fact. Did you go to school? (laughs) Briefly, yeah. Okay, enough of your underpants. We want to hear about the racing and the fabulous. Fabulous. Was not he fabulous? I said we'd have a different result this week. Double fabulous. But I was, well, I'm not completely wrong because the podium was a little different. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. how good was he? He was brilliant. Is he the new Lorenzo? He is not the new Lorenzo. Really? Shut up. No. No, because I like him and I didn't ever like Lorenzo. He shit me from day one. Right? <laughs> Bloody Rossi copycat. Though it was funny. You know, it was when he almost drowned when he jumped into that sewage pond at Arez. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was kind of liked him a bit then. Speaking of funny, but, um, did anybody see no, the picture fabulous, that George- Fabulous, if anything, is the new Rossi. The new Rossi. I like him. Yeah. Yes, but, yeah, okay. I don't know. But that I don't know. the old Rossi's finished. I don't know. Oh, is he the new Rossi? We'll get to that. You and I. You and he I, doesn't, he's like, you know, there's some sexiness about Rossi. He's just funny. He's always laughing. But, you know, I don't know. We have to wait. We haven't put this boy under love pressure yet. Before, before we move yeah, away yeah, from George, did you did you guys see the photo that George put up on his Instagram? That was funny. It was so funny. Oh, at the podium and the, the small um and the small um. No, next to the podium, it's fabulous. like there's there's the podium and me because yeah. <laughs> did Lynn see what I can do for you yeah. as it, your test rider? And like you're not even at the track, and you take a photo of the podium with you next to it. Hello. Yeah. And yeah. It's so yeah. funny. There's a picture of his TV yeah, screen. Ask for a pay rise next. You want a pay rise. <laughs> yeah. It was very good. 
So Maverick in second, blokes suffered in the heat. He did yeah. suffer. He really, he yeah. He complained about it after the race. He he said following Rossi, he couldn't breathe, and but he he rode well. He yeah, rode. He, he, yeah, yeah. He couldn't get without, past without the small error from Rossi. He he would likely have been third, but he could not get past. Rossi, Rossi. keeps pressuring him in park for May, and Rossi's twice his age. So well, and and if it wasn't for a very small error that Rossi made and ran wide a little bit at one corner, Rossi would have been second. Maverick could not get past him. I'm not sure he would have been second, but because uh, I think Maverick was just waiting, waiting, waiting because he was trying to breathe. He couldn't breathe. And they just I was wait. actually I was actually very worried that Maverick might have taken Rossi out, and that would have, Jarvis would have fucking just fallen over and died if that had happened. Would have been hilarious. Hey, Bori. Yeah, well, it Bori. would have meant Takadakagami got second. Yeah. Hey, Bori. Rossi's yeah. first podium since April last year. I know. I know. Shame there was no crowd to, to you know, they would have loved it, right? But he did jump on a tie wall and wave to the crowd. But there was no crowd there. I thought that was fantastic. Just, it, that was very good. It, it, it was very funny. It's his sense of humor. I thought it was great. It was it good. It was great. We, yeah, we, see, this is what we miss. This is why, why Valentino is loved, because he can do stuff like this. This is the stuff Marquez doesn't do. He doesn't do it like this. You, he can connect with the fans. And it's a special thing. Even it, when there's no fan. And there's, yes, exactly. <laughs> when there's no fans. And that's what was funny. He was connecting you with the You must with understand, Valentino has got a great sense of humor. And uh, 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 someone with his personality and skill comes along once very... The last person before him, really, was, was the, was the Barishin. So, Bori, we, we, take the the, we, we take the piss out of you, Bori, for your love of Valentino. But he, he did prove you right on the weekend. Well, well, it, I told you. I he, told you he wasn't done. But you know, he told he, Lynn Jarvis to fuck off. He did. And That's he said, right. That's what me he and, did. Me and the Manus, we're going to go, and we're going to go our own way here. And he did, and he fucking got there. So good but on that him. That was quite interesting when you when you when you listen about that. He was saying that he was being sort of pushed towards using fabulous uh, fabulous and Marquez's settings, right? Yes. And you know, Jarvis confirmed this, and then. All of a sudden, you know, Rossi's going, but, you know, I know some other shit and I don't ride like those two. And how about you let me and my new evil genius, Munoz, <laughs> who's a great, evil. He's a great knife fighter. Munoz is a great knife fighter. He comes from a long family of knife fighters. And Jarvis <laughs> don't, don't fuck with Munoz, They Jarvis. don't throw punches, they throw knives. Yeah, don't bring a, don't bring a fist to a knife fight. Jesus. Well, I, I yeah, rang, that, mate, I, you're right. I rang Lynn after the race and said, what's, you know, what's the story? And he said... He he blamed the Japanese engineers. He said, "You know, these Japanese engineers—they love their data. So we've got four bikes out there producing the same sort of data. So everybody's convinced that this is the right way to go." And Valentino saying, "No, no, 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 not for me." And the Japanese engineers were saying, "No, you'll do as you're told." And eventually, Valentino got his way. Yeah, Munoz cut people. <laughs> but, cut them. Well, I tell you, the Yamaha is in all sorts of caca yeah, right he's now. He's going to be cutting them some more. They There's are the in trouble. fucking right? engines. They're in big problem, everybody. They only have uh, – how many engines they have, Tug? They well, they have so – Five got, each or something. Yeah, so we, we've got a bunch of information for you about these engines. So, so we saw at round one, Maverick blew an engine. Uh, Rossi's blown an engine. Uh, and now Frankie Morbidelli's blown an engine. So, so in a normal year, when there's when there's a full calendar, the factory teams are allowed to have seven engines. This year, they're only allowed to have five. So, given the shortened season, they're allowed to have five engines. Now, if the season extends and they go past fourteen races, so if the flyaway rounds happen, they'll be given another engine. They'll go to six. Now, it's a bit different for KTM and Aprilia. They're allowed to have seven engines now. 
the teams like Yamaha, Ducati, Honda, Suzuki, they're only allowed to have five. So obviously every rider opens what we call opens. They open two engines at the start of the year. So first round, they've got two bikes, so they open two engines. So they open their number one and number two engine. Um, and obviously, so every team in the paddock, with the exception of the two Yamaha teams, have gotten through round one and round two on those engines. So, but tell me, why do they blow the engines? What happened? Well, who knows? I mean, I blew a seal well, once, but and the Eskimos got really upset about it. <laughs> so I, I didn't do well, anything. But, but I'm, I'm I, knew why, why, I knew why I was doing it. And I, but why did they blow the engines? I'm, I'm guessing that they're probably forcing those engines into the red zone, and I don't think the heat of the res helped. Look, I think the heat at all. The heat may play a part, but here's, here's Yamaha's problem. So the technical regulations that have been released this year require – so the teams have to basically submit their engine designs at the start of the year, and then they're sealed. So the, these engines are sealed. They can't, can't build new engines. They can't change them. They can't do anything. These engines are also – this specification of motor is also the motor that they have to use next year. They cannot change these engines That's until right. the end yeah, of twenty twenty one. Yes, they so and this is all about saving money. So all of the factories have to have to maintain these engines until the end of twenty twenty one. So if Yamaha's got a serious issue, they've got a serious issue next year as well. So Vignal has lost engine two in round one, and he opened engine number three at round one. And engine number two has been withdrawn and sent back to the factory. So Vignal has then opened two fresh engines for the start of round two, and he used engine number four and number five all weekend, and number five was used in the race. So Vignal is now has only four engines remaining, so engine number two is gone, and they've all been used to some degree. Engine number one uh, is the freshest. It's only done three practice sessions. So Rossi used number one and number two at round one, and he raced on number one, and then for round two, he also opened two fresh engines. So he hey, is let, now. Let's play. Let's play a game. They're going through engines. That, yes, yes. Yeah. They're going through engines like a bad curry. So yeah. Frankie's lost one now as Yamaha well. Yamaha is going through engines like. Okay, let's <laughs> go on, Tugs. They're, on, they're, going, they're going through Come engines on. like. They're going through engines like a knife goes through Lorenzo butter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like how sexy I said that? Ah, uh, they're going through like Dobby the said I'd put the girls through tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy, your turn. Your turn, buddy. Come um, on, give us one. They're going through engines like um, Fabulous goes through Pit Girl. Oh, yes, because yeah. he's super sexy. They're going through Jeez. like Tug goes through bottles of whiskey. Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. That's not very fair. They're going through engines like Mark Marquez goes through toothpaste. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, right. no, hey, you right. got one? Bit disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Like Sam, they're going through engines like Sam Lowe's goes through gravel. <laughs> like Donald Trump goes through porn stars. Like yes. COVID-19 goes through poor countries like America. <laughs> <laughs> America is a poor country. Yes. Oh my <laughs> Speaking God. of poor, poor bastards, um, so sad for Pecco and bye bye Dobby. Oh, oh my goodness! Should have been Pecco's first oh. podium on the weekend. They're having engine problem yeah. too. Yeah, they did have an engine problem. Yeah, and it was he blowing blew up smoke. Ducati, and they haven't blown up in forever. No. Why do they? Why? Why they? Yes. Why is this? Maybe they just it's the, the heat. I think yes. No. Yes. Well, there's a ah. couple, there's a couple of possibilities. What else for could Peko. it be? Well, Pecos could be. It could be as simple as something like an oil line's come off an oil cooler and you know spurted oil on something hot and burnt it. But more than likely, I, I think I think he's. It looks like he's done something serious to that it's, motor. It's a big shame because Paco is doing great. I was very happy for Paco. 
Mm. Which is very exciting now. He's like, you know, because he's not signed next year. So he's like, it, yeah. it, it's, they tell him, you got to get out there, bastard, and do something, or you, you're not going to give you the contract. You know, we, we got plenty of little bastards trying to get into this seat, you know, no problem. And uh, so he, he did and he, very, And even very an old well. bastard trying to get this seat. Well, Bobby. let's talk about the old bastard. What did he do? Yeah, the old oh, What was he thinking? It was a shit weekend. Oh. Didn't, didn't he read my article that I wrote during the week? Yeah. <laughs> this not, he's very in, he's he in just took $2 million off his contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was bullshit, but it didn't, <laughs> didn't it fucking upset some people? It did. Uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of... There was a bunch of people who, who report on Moto... I, for those that are not aware, I, I wrote an article. If you go to the MotoGP.co website, it's .co.not.com, and go to the go to the blog page, I wrote an article about Dovi's contract issues. And and then so clearly there's some people in the MotoGP reporting world who think I, I actually know shit. And I, <laughs> and I stuck something on Facebook. Oh, when, 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 when Dovi finished so badly in qualifying on Saturday, I, I went onto Facebook and I said, Ducati's just taken $2 million off their contract offer. And everybody thought I was being serious. No, seriously. No, people from Ducati were ringing going, what does this bastard <laughs> say this for? Yeah. How does he know all this? <laughs> How does he what, know? What's Gigi done? But I, I made that one up. Uh, just it was a joke. Everyone melting. thought I was being serious. <laughs> anyway. But, anyway, well, uh, you know, I think I think we should look at the riders who would have beaten him on Sunday under normal st- circumstances, but you know, who weren't there at the end for one reason or another. You know, like yeah. Morbidelli, yes. Bagnaia, yes. Miller, Maybe. Marquez, Binder, yes, Paul, yes, that's the pretty, you know, that's the ugly one, and, Rins and, and probably Rins and Crutchlow. Yeah, that if they makes weren't injured, or like fourteenth. Yeah, I mean the way the way Dovey rode. If, if And it's one of those things. You can't really say, you know, if everybody was fit because, you know, sometimes people aren't fit. But but if you take out the, the injured riders and the and uh, the engine blow-ups and things, Dovey was 14th, you know. Yeah. So it's it's just but not you, good enough. You, you also said something else that was quite telling on Facebook. I mean, you, you, you seem to spout wisdom on Facebook like, like a champion, right? And you, you picked a very telling point. When he was asked about Mark's decision to ride, Dovey said that it was crazy. By comparison, when you know Crutchlow was asked about, or Rossi, when it was asked about Mark's decision to try and ride, he said Mark is a champion, so he fully expected to do whatever he could. You know the the usual racer report. Whereas though he went, not is crazy, is 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 not is stupid. You know why would he do that? Yeah, which means you know, it's time for Davy to pack up and fuck off. He's been boring us for the last two years. I mean, he's he's finished second for the last three years straight, but it's the most boring fucking second place in the championship you've ever seen in your life. It's terrible. He needs to go away. Yeah, and I actually think, you know, Ducati would have been looking – you look at the early stages of that race and you had Peko and Jack riding the Pramac bikes, battling for the lead in, that, in the early stages of that race. Ducati would have been watching that going, look how good those two boys look out there fighting for the podium. Those bikes look magnificent. The boys look magnificent. They're riding well. They look fantastic. They're getting lots of TV time, and our bikes haven't been on the TV other than when they ended up in the gravel. That's true. So time yeah, for Dobby look, to go. Put put Peko yeah. and Jack in the factory team. Yeah, look, Dobby's done, I reckon. Him and Petrucci should just get married and have children, raise cats, grow roses. <laughs> 
whatever whatever they're going to do. You know, Bagnaia did good. Yes, it's not his small Petru- it's not his small Petrucci shit in the petrol tank. You know that that can happen to anyone. But Boris, here's Petrucci, a question for you: Why is it that he's a wild card? Why is it that Yamaha and Ducati both have situations where the guys in the satellite teams are performing better than the guys in the factory teams? That's a great question. That is a, that is a really good question. I know. Look, that's why I um, asked it. I know that's why you asked me because I know. <laughs> Look, I think well, I think that the younger riders are adapting faster. I mean, what else could possibly explain it apart from you know, drugs? Drugs could explain <laughs> it. <laughs> the you know, they're all rigorously tested, so it's not that voodoo. Voodoo could voodoo, explain voodoo it. Voodoo is a good thing. Yes, voodoo. voodoo. They can't test for you voodoo. <laughs> that Papa Legba stuff with the with the snakes and the the chicken bones and, and the dogs. blood. Voodoo, could be voodoo. I don't know, man, but it's a good question. You know, why I blame the internet. <laughs> Internet. What about these Jack? fucking kids these days? They play the video games. Yeah. Like seriously, they're all crazy. It it may be that. It if may be a whole combination if of they factors. They weren't riding in motor PG. They'd be bombing Afghanistan in drones or something. That's right. <laughs> That's P- perfectly. Accurate. I'm telling yeah. you. While we're speaking of doing crazy oh, shit, sorry, I'm getting what about what about what about Jack? What? Jack uh, Jack was looking good, but I, I got to say, I mean, he, he ended up losing the front, but I. I, Jack didn't look as comfortable as Peko did. Jack looked Jack, like he was battling that mate, bike. Mate, he was struggling Jack, a bit, I know but the heat was mate, bastard. Jack, listen to me. Jack, you're doing that 2017 crashing shit all over again. Cut it out, brother. You got this? Just chill. Yeah, that yeah, fat yeah. shit and his weepy mate are gone next year. It's all you. Just get through 2020. Without any injuries, that's all we ask. I want to be God. But he's, the next three races, he's got the bike that can win. Yeah, the next. He three. has a bike that can win the next three races. Czechoslovakia, so, Bruno. Yeah, fucking man up, my friend. Come on, Bru- Jack. Bruno, the thriller. Bruno Miller. is one of those horrible, fast, old school racetracks too. I like. Yeah, I like the Dios. Uh, goes Dios, up and down. Do you yeah. see the, the the guy in Facebook, the Dios Dios Miller. Yeah, Jack Dios Miller. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Yeah. Viva! I love him. He's very good. <laughs> Viva Miller. The Giraffe King. Oh! The Giraffe King. Took, the Giraffe King. Took, took out one of his, well, kind of one of his teammates. He, 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 <laughs> the Giraffe King. I love Binder. Oh, same I love again Binder. this weekend. He had plenty of speed, but he, he just got tied up in some issues. It was his own fault in the first corner. He took out Lawrence He's Olivia. He's got some salt. He's got some salt in him. He his brother's salty. I, I like how he knocked the Lawrence Oliviera off and then <laughs> smashed him with a bike as well. Yeah, and ran over good, him. Good <laughs> measure. It's just like, him, he goes, you got to swerve. No, fuck that. <laughs> swerve? How to take me No, seven. everybody knows you're on the motorbike and something comes on the track, you just fucking hit it head on. And he did. He hit him, boof, head on. <laughs> that one's out of the way. Yeah, he, 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 and, oh. His brother is pretty salty too. Like I'd like he to get is. him to fight oh. the Marquette <laughs> brothers in a cage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Binder brothers. Uh, was, oh, uh, my mate, buddies are the Binders. Yeah. Oh, mate, they would, they would, they would skin little Marquez and wear him as a suit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's such a bitch-looking thing. But he, anyway. he, he went full Zulu, and and when he went over his bike, and the bike, the bike got him in the nads badly at the oh, end too. He's crashing. Oh, the end. it's like it and in super slow motion. You see the nads yeah. go to jelly. Because yeah, the yeah. rear tire. Oh, the bike, whoever's replaying that on Fox Sport oh. is a genius because 
you know, like it's just gold to watch in super slow motion. Oh my god, there's like so much the, fun. It hit him in the cage. You can see his testicles rising up through his leather pants and into his big, <laughs> big South African neck. You know, it's like an extra pair of tonsils up there. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, like, like your uh, Adam's apple. That's not my Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> my balls. Oh, hey, what about knackers? Knackers had a good week. Speaking yeah. of knackers, knackers yeah. <laughs> speaking of knackers. <laughs> All this talk of CAG prompted me to think of Knackers. Yes. He, he, he that, did well. Fourth place on the Honda. He stepped well. up. Yeah, fourth place. Hey, Rossi, he almost, got, he almost got Valentino. He knew it. Yeah, he, he was, was coming. coming. That, he was coming. That fucking Pooge reptile, right? You know, Pooge. <laughs> <laughs> opened a special HRC cupboard for him and gave him all of Marquez's data gave and him cans and valves and circlips and shit. The greasy prick was rubbing Tacker's shoulders after the race and whispering love poetry to him. I'm sure he was. Look at him. He's just... <laughs> oh. the, did you see the butch come out this week and he says... He says he says that uh, if, if Mark's not there, it's not a legitimate championship. Yeah, fuck that. And... and Fuck off! Yeah. What a stupid, horrible thing to say. And then they said it in, in the press conference, and Miller says, Nah, it's a crock! And, and all, the, all, the Euro, all the European media are going, It's a fucking crock in here! What? They didn't know what he's talking about. They're talking, he's talking about a crocodile. No, he's talking well, about, I've been in Australia. I know. They're saying it's a crock of shit. That's right. And, and even Australians, right. look, but even Australians it's don't not- actually know what that means. It, when a crock it's of a shit hundred. means it's bad. It's a crock. It's bullshit. Yeah. He doesn't like Look, that. That's a that's a stupid thing to say because they, as Jack said, they're all out there risking their balls, and you know it can happen to anybody. And there's, they, 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 yeah, fuck it. Right, Look, it's twice twice in the, in the one week that Pooja's made a dickhead of himself, right? Like earlier on, he, they, they the um, the media guy from England asked him, you know, now Marquez is now out. You know, your main rider's out. You know, surely you've got no depth to the team. And Pooh's lost his shit and has gone, no, we have seven world championships, blah, blah, blah. It's the bike. It's not nothing to do with Mark. Shut up, dickhead. You only got those championships because Marquez is riding. Well, we're going to hear the same bullshit next week from Carol Abraham when he said, this this not legitimate win here at Bruno because I'm not in the race. Because my dad owns a truck. Now go away. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, I love right. Yeah. Okay, tires, tires, tires. No, don't don't worry about the fucking tires. It's time to talk about our wonderful sponsors, Held and Shubeth. Held, Held. We've got to talk about their gloves this year because this week because we're giving away some gloves, and they've managed. We talk about the gloves. Yeah, they've managed to find some more helmets for us. In the helmets, absolutely right. Now look, the the sale is still on. There's not many helmets left, but the fifty percent. Off sale on the C4, the R2, and the SR2 Schubert helmets. Yes. That's amazing. You can't buy these helmets cheaper anywhere, not even in Afghanistan. (laughs) (laughs) Do they they wear helmets in Afghanistan? They're not making them. You can't get them that cheap. You take advantage of this sale now. It's a great opportunity to own one of the world's best helmets at a price that is off the charts. It's not going to last much longer because the, all the, the new colours will come out soon and, and then this sale will go. It'll be gone. Yes, but they already gone. have a Shubeth helmet. What else they got? Give me more. Well, they have more helmets. You can buy another Shubeth helmet. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, they only make helmets. Actually, they make helmets for firefighters. So don't put that flazy <laughs> 500 in the poker machine. Go buy yourself another Shubeth helmet. Okay, got it. 
Yes. Yeah. Get on, Barry. Okay. What's, what's the contact? Detail? We are now. We have now come to the great held knowledge test. Oh. Held knowledge motorcycle test. gear from Germany have very kindly donated a killer prize, and they told us to come up with a contest. Uh, oh. So that's exactly what we've done. Okay. Right, for our one. Tell me, pro- I don't know anything about this. Tell me, what do we get? Okay. The, the prize is a pair of the finest racing gloves in all the world. They are held Titan Evos. Oh. Look them up. Not, look, look them up. Nothing even comes close to these $450 monsters. They are the only full kangaroo glove on the market. They are fully lined with Kevlar. And they got that stingray stuff on the on I the palm. Was, I thought it was starfish. Imagine that stingray. This an animal stingray, on your baby. hand that's a cross between a fucking kangaroo and a stingray. <laughs> what could yeah, possibly yeah, go how wrong? How badass is that? I but, love this shit. This is serious shit. This is like it's you, serious you can get shit. shot this is, this is pro, and it, it just pro shit. It's the only glove in the market that comes in half sizes. So if you're, if oh, you're which is good because most weird. of our listeners are half wits. So. <laughs> I like this. Uh, it's half okay. Wit, half wit. <laughs> oh, it's good for me because I'm made in, joke, <laughs> I know you're nice. They're made in Germany by Germans and not rat shit pieces of rubbish made in Pakistan, right? No, that I, stuff I the is like it, they're like they're like COVID nineteen safety gloves. Those ones. Oh, are you kidding me? Right? Why would anyone bother doing even buying gloves made in Pakistan? So I went to the factory and I saw them making them in Germany. It was like a holy thing. A holy thing, you know. Each pair was like the birth of a holy baby. It was, oh, it was fantastic. So hasn't, hasn't there only been one one holy baby? So you you're saying these gloves are like Jesus? Like Jesus? They divine. Yeah. <laughs> they divine. You follow the star and you you find so, them. Uh, you can win a pair. You can win a pair. So what we'll do? We'll so what put do a we post do? Up on okay, we'll put a post up on our Facebook feed on our Facebook feed after the show, yeah. and you have to tell us on this post and listen closely. Right, this is what you have to tell us. Which super famous, balls like a planet, legendary, multi-world Grand Prix championship winning motorcycle racer wore held gloves when he raced? Me. We want you to tell us his name and the titles he's won. Hmm. You know, like it's a four hundred three dollar pair of gloves. You're going to work for it, bitches. Okay. Right, we'll give you a clue. It was not Giacomo Agostini, and it was not Tuck. No. And it's not Tug McClutchin. No, Tugs didn't wear them. Well, and, and but the I'll give you is- another clue. I'll give you another clue. Oh. He was his country's national ski bob championship. <laughs> he was his country's national ski bob champion before choosing motorcycle rights. What's, so, no more what's clue. a ski bob? So he was Jamaican. Yeah, well, you you work that out. That's is there a ski want. jack or a ski off or a, ski bob? Ski bob. Ski bob. Ski gym ski bob. Oh, is that like a what the, the, like the motorbike but on the skis and the stuff? Yeah, yeah. It, what, it's a, it's, oh, it's like know. a push bike with skis. That's what you get at making th- that shit up. It's what you get at three a.m. after you've been out on the piss all night. You go, go to the shop ski and get bob. a ski bob with, <laughs> with extra hummus with garlic sauce. Well, that's going to give everybody. Uh, like now, right. everybody's going to be going to the interweb to find out. Yes, yeah, so I'll. Well, I'll look. Which I'll, I'll put super that up on famous balls like a planet, legendary multi-world Grand Prix champion, winning motorcycle racer, wore held gloves when he raced. Yeah, we want his. He want his name oh, and the titles that he won. And the wow. titles that he won. That's all we Jesus. want. Wow. I can't even remember and, the titles and, I won. And, I was and drunk. Whoever, whoever is first with the answer, right, wins the gloves. Right. Fair, fair. That's it. Right. All right. Onwards and upwards. And we're not giving any more clues. Okay. All right. That's it. 
Spin that funky music, my boy! It's time for Hearts and Minds. <laughs> that was really good, right? That was, that was cool. I, I, I got so excited. Rich. Rich. I, 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 I think I might have a have a job doing doing like the the, the love poems or something. Late night, oh. late night love it's, poems it's, request. What are those late night requests? Hello, it's night. Hello, yes, yes. The love god. The yeah. love god. That's him. That's him. Hey, what do we got, Tugs? Oh, oh, we got a we got a bunch today. I don't know how how Tons we got the time. Do we need going, to Rod? How we going? They, they got they got to cut us off. What are we doing? And if it, oh, okay, yes, Jesus. maybe maybe a few minutes. Yes, maybe okay. All right, no worries. Okay, Stuart Walker. Last year we saw Mark Marquez play with Fabulous. Yes, on more than one occasion yes. before leaving him behind. Do you guys think these wins in the last couple of weeks will be the confidence boost Fabulous needs to be a genuine contender when Mark is back properly? Yes, I think you know. I I do. I think. Listen, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, they, they, uh, fabulous. He was absolutely. even doubting himself. I think you know, uh, not long ago, and then now he's he he's confident. He can beat the bastards. So uh, of course, I, it's, I, it's a huge head game out there. We all know that, right? We all play with each other's heads. And when you come off back to back wins, and you know that your mortal enemy has got a busted shoulder, and he's a mm. bit rat shit. Man, you know, yeah, he's, 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 he's going to be taking his clothes off lots of times this yeah. next year. Yeah, I think you might be right. Manf Winter. What? Man, Manf. 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 Winter. I think you only got half of his first name. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's Manfred. Manfred. Well, like Manfred Winter. Manf- well, I'm just using the name that he uses on Manf. Facebook. Hello, Manf. Was, was Mark's miraculous superhuman comeback due to his motivation to win and dedication to the sport, or... Did he feel the pressure to try and ride with a broken arm because of the fabulous factor, mm. worrying that his reign as the young wonder boy Golden Balls is coming to an end? Yes, well, it is. Uh, yes, quite frankly, both. I yes. think you're, you're on the money there, Manf. Um, <laughs> I think, I, I think wonder boys Golden Balls have definitely been bruised. And I think that the 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 yeah, I think fabulous. I think he just showed up just to try to fuck with him, but he cannot ride. And fabulous is more fabulous right now. Mm. Anyone else? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, Aaron Asher. This is a good question. This one with the new kids on in the big bike class and running back to back venues. The young guys seem to make more progress in the second weekend. So my question is. Are the engineers missing something in the setup at the first weekend, or are the riders not good at communicating information to set up the bikes? I, I actually think that's this, a very good question. It is a very good question. I, I don't think it's quite that simple. I think it's uh, it's a little bit of a case of you know, particularly with the young guys who may not have as much experience at a particular track. The more they ride there, the better they get. And if you do it back to back, then all of a sudden your confidence grows the second week and. Yeah, you you just do things a bit better. Whereas the guys that have been around there six, seven, eight, nine times racing, they just fall back into the same setups that they had before. Whereas the young guys might be searching a bit more for something different. Yeah, you know, look, I also don't think the engineers pay all that much attention to the rookies when they when they when they're trying to. Commute. I think it may be a little the front end dives a bit on. Turn. Shut up, idiot! Right, just get out. Just ride what I'm giving you. Yeah, you might <laughs> right, be right. That's just the well, best thing you can well, do. Yes, and they're the, they're the talented ones. They don't know. 
Like Marquez didn't know how to set up a MotoGP. Baker got only won the championship in his first year. But, you know, bloody Fabio didn't know how to run the MotoGP. He's got no idea. He does no nine idea. pole positions. He goes faster than any other bastard. They don't know. They just get on he and He doesn't even go. know where the petrol goes. <laughs> 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 Moving along, Cherie Smith. Was the Marini crash the most awkward celebration? So we're talking about the crash in Moto2 oh, yes, after, the, after the flag. Uh, was the Marini crash the most awkward celebration from a winner you have seen or was there has there been a better winner celebration cock-up? There's been a couple of been a, over the years. Yeah, there's been a couple. I'm reminded of – now, I can't remember whether it was Alex Crivier or Alex Barros. It was maybe. Crivier. It was Crivier. Yes. He was riding around. Yes. Someone gave him a flag, gave him the flag to wave, and then the flag actually blew off the stick and, and he, he didn't, didn't know. know. Yes. So he's riding around on his warm-down lap with a stick. Waving a fucking stick in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking no, my, my, like, I, like I told Julie, my best was when Jorge Lorenzo almost drowned in that sewer. Yes. Right? He jumped oh, in the lake that and was glorious. Four letters, dude. And, and he that, can't get out. Next Piaggi, you're gonna die. Next Piaggi crashed on the on the celebration <laughs> lap once. That yeah. was funny. Too. We've had a few crash on a celebration. Yes, lap. it's it, it's gold. It's all comedy gold. We love it. Um, who else we got? Oh, uh, this this one for Barry, Rog- Rogerio. Sabino. Sabino. I can read this one. Sabino. Yeah, you read this one. Uh, did you shed a tear like I did when our Lord and Savior, greatest of all time, Valentino, got that podium? Come Not on. only did I shed a tear from my eyes, but there were other tears from <laughs> other parts of my body as well. <laughs> oh I, spotted, I spotted. I oh, spotted. Yes. You need also, some antibiotics. Was it, was it green, the stuff that came out? That's been green for years. <laughs> right. Okay, Josh Norman. Josh Norman asks, Vinales is commonly picked as a top spot contender on race weekend. Yes. Yet he almost always fails to deliver. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Do you think, yes, I mean, do you think he will ever be able to get his shit together and show some consistency? Yes, he's consistently third. Just, yes. What no, happened? No, that's, no, that's, that's a very good question. Like he, he well, I don't know what Yamaha found in the in their sex octopus tricks. Like their their whole shot device is a fucking brilliant thing. It is. It, it, oh, it, yeah. They all just flew, and Vinales got out there and he did well. And then Fabs went past him, and then Rossi went past him, and he went, ah, oh, fuck. And he just I goes to he struggles, sleep for like he struggles. He struggles with full fuel Yeah, I reckon he struggles with full fuel load. I think he struggles with some kind of emotional issue. Well, last year we thought it was a full fuel load, but yes, on the weekend he was he was reasonably quick early too. So that wasn't the issue. Maybe the narcolepsy comes back occasionally. The narcolepsy, it's got to be that. Yeah, I got, All I, right. I got um, one here from Alan Garage. It says Garage. You, your last name is Garage. <laughs> Okay. Jack Thriller Miller crashed out. Do you think his mind is getting fucked by the Peco or is it just the heat and the tire? No, no. Jack just pushed too hard. He's not it is not threatened by Paco. Paco yeah. did well, he stepped up, but uh Jack I think Jack Miller would have beaten Paco Bagnaya. It's he knew he had to con- do a bit of conserving the tires. And while he's conserving, this way he crashed, I think. Yeah, maybe right. Yeah. Anthony uh, this, this is all right. What? Where are we? Grey Cowie or oh. Grey Cowie? Uh, what's it? Grey Cowie. How did the heat in Jerez stack up to the heat in the Asian rounds? Everyone kept saying it was the hottest. Yes. Well, there's no humidity in, in, in Jerez. 
No, that's right. Spain is dry. There wasn't just that, dry. Heat. There was not even one little breath of air, like wind. The wind. There's no wind. It's that. That's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, at least yeah, in the Asian it's countries. It's not like tropical heat. It's not no, tropical heat. Though. No, it's different. The Asian countries is humid and it, it plays with them. It, it's still hard to, to ride in, but it's not as hard as that really dry heat that you get in Spain. Uh, Josh Bind- Bindley. Josh Bindley. Did HRC poach Pole, Pole Asparagus, because they feel he will would be a real challenger to Marquez on the Honda, or did they fear what Pole was capable of on the KTM once he got sorted? I, I think they just wanted him on the Honda. Yes, I think so. Yeah, good question. I mean, the KTM is probably still two years away from being super sorted, maybe. And you know, Pole's great, but you know, for, I think for KTM to really bang, they need a really special rider on it. You know, so. Yeah. Hey, it, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Drew to you says Gums Marquez is only one point behind the Jack in the championship. Discuss. I, <laughs> Gums Marquez. Well, no. well, Jack crashed. Um, <laughs> Jack crashed. And, and, what do you want? And everyone else crashed, and that's why Gums has points. Yes. Um, as soon as we step on, stop us crashing, everybody, Gums are what they have at the points. Yeah, Gums is. Yeah, he's he's. It, it's one of those things where Jack, Jack would be sitting there because when Jack was promoted by Honda to from Moto3 directly to MotoGP, Honda copped a bit of criticism and people were saying Jack wouldn't cut it. Jack would be sitting there now looking at gums coming in and riding like a moron, riding terribly at the back of the field going, yeah, told you. Told you so. I was right. See? Forget that Moto2 yeah. thing. Everybody forgot what you did in Moto2 for the last 17 years, you dickhead, because I've been playing with the big boys. Yeah, and Binder hasn't forgotten that either. Hey, Stanley. Binder, Binder hates him. Oh, Binder hates, hates Gums Marquez with a passion. Yeah, they yeah, all hate yeah. him. He must be a really yeah. hateable bloke. Yes. Hey, Stanley Doherty has got a question. He says, can you please explain the mechanical launch devices the bikes are used? No, this is not a mechanical show. It's- I, don't, I don't know how they – what voodoo those fucking bastards. They don't, if they let me know, then everybody's going to know. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of homework they, on this because yes. I saw some footage of the Yamaha. We don't know. So the Yamaha <laughs> the Yamaha whole shot device – see, it, t- the history of whole shot devices, it goes back to – it started in motocross where the motocross bikes have something where it locks the front forks down a little bit lower. So it just changes the, the um, geometry of the bike to stop them wheel standing off the line. But this is a very rudimentary system in motocross. This one's, the, particularly the Yamaha one, is really interesting. So it's, I, I saw Maverick set his bike up for a, a yeah, practice you, start. You can get launch. You can get launch control now on you know some of the big bangers. You know that you can buy this production is, bikes, but this, this is, is not different. the same. It's not the same. So this launch, is very different. yeah, launch control on a road bike just it's a traction control device. But yeah. this thing changes the the geometry of the motorcycle. And so this footage I saw of uh, Maverick doing a practice start, they roll up to the to the line and then press a button and the bike lowers. And the interesting thing is there are technical regulations around what the teams can and cannot do. They're not allowed to have electronically controlled suspension. So this device must be hydraulic. Well, it's got to be hydraulic. It's the only way it can work. So need to do a little bit of homework on this one. What else have we got? Okay, quick time for one more. Just one more. One more. This one, quick one. And we'll get to some more next week, I promise. Or the, when they, when we Bryce, Bryce Goodchild. Oh. What a great name. Who, who, on, who the grid? on the grid? Yeah, go on. Who on, who the, on grid? the grid doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem when you're in the Valley of the Hunters. We, <laughs> we talk over each other. Go Boris, on, Boris, you, you go. It. No, Boris, you go. You go, go, Boris. Okay, who on the grid? Who on the grid doesn't have a 2020 bike? Mm. All right, so. 
Nakagamian Cal by choice, apparently, he says. Yeah, so Cal, rabbit. Well, Cal was offered a 2020 bike, but he didn't like the chassis. So he, in pre-season testing, he went back to the 2019 chassis. So well, they did. They did have Crutchlow out there testing something new on. I think it was free practice one or two. Yeah, they threw another chassis at him. Yeah, something that you know only. Well, you know what's his name? Simon Crafer picked it up, and thank God he's there. He actually knows what he's talking. Yeah, he does know what he's talking about. Simon, I love him. He's great. He's the best they've ever had. So Tits Rabbit is on a 2019 bike. Tits Rabbit. Zarko's on a 2019. Morbidelli and Pecco. So you've got no, no, no. Pecco's on the current spec. He's on current spec now, is he? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. So last year, Pecco didn't have a current spec. This year, he does. And yes. and Morbidelli. So in the Petronas team, Morbidelli's um, on or not. Yes, it, but it's- Morbidelli's bike is not yeah. really uh, as good as, as Fabio's. Uh, Morbidelli no. is on an A-spec. So yeah. it's not factory spec, where Fabio is actually factory spec. Yes. So he may be in the same team, but his factory spec it's the same year, same everything else, but there's a few little tricks on uh, Fabio's bike because yeah. Lynn Jarvis likes to rub him. Yeah, and it comes and it comes <laughs> with the comes with the don't pass Fabio button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bikes. Predictions hey. for Brno. Predictions. And that's how you pronounce Brno. Brno. This, I I Brno. I, I think this will Brno. be Ducati. I'm going to say it's definitely going to be a Ducati, and I think it will be Jack or Paco. But I'm thinking Jack. Yes, I, I would agree. Hang on, hang on. What what are you predicting? Who's first? Who's second? Who's third? Uh, Jack, oh, you want Jack and Miller, Paco Bagnaya, and maybe Fabio, maybe Fabio, and uh, Fabio or even Rossi. I think Rossi will be the fastest Yamaha. That's a bigger call, but that's true. I I, I actually agree with you. I think Rossi will be the fastest Yamaha at Bruno. He, he a lot of experience yeah. at that track, and it will suit Valentino. That track will suit Valentino. So I, my prediction actually, I'll. Yeah, I think Pecco and Jack will be the the fast guys. I don't know which one of them's going to win. I'll say Pecco just for shits and giggles. Bah, bah. I'm predicting Marquez will not be at 100%. No, he won't he'll be. He'll get out he'll there. He'll be there, but he, he won't be. He, he'll get out there. I, I think he'll either have a huge moment and slow down. He will crash and shit will get exponentially worse for HRC and him. I think, he'll, I, think he'll, to- I think he'll be there on Friday and I think he'll be there on Saturday, but I don't think Marquez will race. Mm. Or he reti- Paco, if he does, he will retire. have to carry the Honda flag. That so is, I'm that, once it's once jelly. again, it's not ready. I'm once again predicting great things from Rossi. The old yellow fellow has a taste for it, and he's not bad at Bruno. Fabulous is due for an off. He's so full of cocky at the moment. I reckon he might have an oopsie daisy. <laughs> full of cock. Hi Tara, love your work. Yeah, lots um, of oopsie daisies and so stacks. I'm thinking it'll be it will be between Maverick and Rossi. Right, I think Rossi first, Maverick second, with a strong showing from Binder if he can keep it out of the weeds. That's yeah. me. Now, look, we have to remind everybody to make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yes. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed, we need you to subscribe because. When, but, but how do they subscribe? Please. This is the person that they go. How am I subscribing? What do I do? You do I just the press the link? No, don't just press the link. When you go to get on the Apple uh, uh, on your on your phone and you on the Apple, if you got Spotify. the Apple, if you got the Apples, you got the Apple podcast. On the others, you Spotify. got the, the spot to Spotify, and you find us there, and then you follow us there, and then you 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 you. You uh, subscribe the, the, there, and it's then free. It, it's the button that says And then you subscribe. don't have to worry about finding out if it's coming because it tells you they're there. It's already on your phone. It goes straight there, and it's all free. And then we go and talk to people who might want to advertise with us, and we've got numbers. We can say we've got this many subscribers, and we need you to also go to our website, which is motopg.co.co. Right. 
and it's got a link to our blog page and yes. we're going to put some more stories on there and then you can go and join our Patreon pit crew and you can buy our T-shirts. Listen to our pre-production meetings. Li- yes, because yes. <laughs> we already recorded something for the, the, the Patreon peoples so they can listen. Yes. So the Patreon people get something a little bit extra to what you get on the free podcast. But anyway, done. We love you all. Right thank then. you very much. Boris, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank I you, Boris. I can't guys. wait to go to Bruno's. We've got to wait two weeks now. Seems like a long time, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> used to be normal. We will be here after Bruno's to tell you all about the sexiness from behind the scenes. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.